Welcome back to another episode of Life is Full of Daisies, where we talk all things life and becoming the best versions of ourselves. I'm Daisy Ayala, and on today's episode, y'all, guess who's back? It's me. It's Norma. Hello again. (laughs) Hello this season. Right? Norma finally came back for uh, this season, and um, we're going to chat today. But before we get going on our topic of the day of the hour of the month i do want to um, remind you to not forget to go to spotify or apple and subscribe so that you are always in the know when the latest episode is out because every other week is when the episodes are coming out right now and or if you love what you're hearing you can tell us what you love about that episode or give us a five-star review because this continually helps me continue to grow this podcast and reach a bigger audience or you can go on instagram and follow life is full of daisies where i give more talk more advice and i'm just always more active on there maybe not lately but i usually have much more inspirations to continue to get you through your day um and that is where you can dm me or you can just email me at hello daisy at gmail.com um and also guys if you haven't forgotten if you wanted to level up as a dental hygienist and or find a new path for your career or you just need some advice or guidance in your dental journey meaning what do i use how do i use it am i doing all the right things you can also go to my website let's life design and just contact me through that or just email me through the hello daisy at gmail.com email y'all but that is it for the first part of this episode so that way we get through all that stuff first but on today's episode what is it called norma wait what is it called <laughs> what are we talking about <laughs> living in a barbie world uh, okay or very old it, norma's needed all this it's I know it's, it feels like the first time all over again. Right? So I, we wanted to do this, or I wanted to do this episode because Barbie was a, well, also the movie just came out and we actually just went and saw it and um, we're going to talk about our experience and what we took from the movie. I think a lot of people, depending on your journey and what you've been through, it has, I think it sparks different things for a lot of people, but at the, I think at the end of the day, it is a very much feminist movie women empowerment movie and it really showcases like how womanhood sisterhood should be and how it can be when when you we get lost well let me get this conversation started essentially to me when i saw the movie coming out Mm -hmm. i was like it reminded me of our childhood because we were given a barbie house so some of you may know we were immigrants to this country and we literally didn't have any toys but out of the goodness of people's hearts my dad's friends the people that knew that you know he had girls uh they supported him and they started giving us toys well there was this one couple that was a part of our church that we grew up in and he was very active in that church that had two girls and i guess they were teenagers or they were outgrowing and they actually had a whole barbie house mm-hmm. with barbies and like i think some clothes and accessories and all that stuff and they ended up giving us the barbie house um, because they knew that my the, my dad had three girls and that was my first experience with Barbies. Otherwise, I don't think I had any experience before that. And I want to say that was like when we were like, I was probably seven or eight, maybe. Yeah, we were uh, babies. We were babies. And that whenever I just remember to me, Barbie kind of defined or was a foundational part of like my core memories mm-hmm. for me. Like I was always the one that was playing and putting the narratives of like 
what we were what what episode we were gonna do that day Norma just played along with Kenyon mm-hmm. like she mm-hmm. she always had Ken like I don't know why I just don't remember why I decided to play Ken I don't know well either way like our other sister didn't want to do it obviously I didn't want to do it and so either way there was already a Ken there and so Norma ended up playing Ken a lot of the times in, in part of my imaginary scenarios or scenes that I would always force them to play mm-hmm. <laughs> well not force because they played along it's like if they don't want to play they just could walk away but i just remember like barbie in my opinion what does it mean for barbie it means like you being your own woman you being your own person you could have whatever career you wanted because barbie never like ken was just like almost an accessory what ken mm-hmm. didn't make a barbie barbie was barbie yeah like ken was just ken like ken's ken you know nobody made a big deal about him but Barbie, through the years, has changed so many ways because, you know, she could be a doctor, she could be an engineer, she could be an astronaut, she could be all those things, or a mom if she wanted to just be a stay-at-home mom. And then they brought out all the babies and then the Kelly, mm-hmm. which I had two, like, little Kellys or whatever. Yeah. Um, anytime I would get money in my hands, I would want to go to Walmart <laughs> and buy something new for my Barbie dream house. That's probably one of my foundational places of finances <laughs> were started <laughs> spend your money on what makes you happy um which were barbies at the time and um i just felt like seeing that as an example growing up with a father that definitely made us look at independence as a woman as its own thing not allowing ourselves to get so involved in a man and being and becoming just his identity like, I feel like that's kind of what molded me to be my own individual, to kind of step out of the normal box, even though I don't really know what that was at the time, or even now I still don't know, like, what that is or means. But that's what Barbie means, I think. But over the years, because of, like, you know, we talk about sh- body shaming and, like, cellulite not being pretty or, you know, not having the perfect measurements of body not being pretty, because at a certain point society was molding us to to a a sense of what is perfection or what a woman should look like or be like in order to be loved and adored so in my opinion it barbie the movie itself if you haven't seen it we're not gonna really spoil it for you i feel like it brings back a lot of different memories but at the end of the day there's still sisterhood there's still finding your own individuality and it's a lot of feminism like women empowerment at the end of the day like everyone's nice everything's perfect there's nothing in barbie land that's wrong mm-hmm. except ken just being like just ken yeah not, not, just ken <laughs> yeah i mean i think that like i feel early on like when we were younger i don't think that they had like astronaut barbie lawyer barbie like that wasn't until much later in in life for us and we were out we had outgrown barbies at that point and i don't think they existed because the truth is is like i feel like at that time you know when we did play with with barbies one you created an imagination right you created your own little world of how you know life was going to be but i do feel like when you did play barbie i feel like she was still at home she was you know your typical like the women are at home women are you know why did they bring out kelly why did barbie had to have a child well yeah that's what what yeah i mean that's what i'm saying society still had there there was always an agenda yeah and there was always um society shoving woman role down our throats 
by p- putting us in this just momhood or whatever. Like, I'm at this place where a lot of my friends are married and they are having kids. But is that something that I want for myself? Honestly, I don't know. I don't. I'm okay without it. I'm actually, I've made peace with that. If it, if it happens, it happens. If I've, I know for me, I do not want to do the whole, you know, having a child on my own unless, like, you know, I had someone and then they are gone or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't want to choose that life for myself where I go through that and get a, you know, a donor sperm and then raise a child. I just don't, that is not the journey for me, but I commend women that mm-hmm. are strong enough to do that. I just personally don't feel that desire like I thought I would want. I mean, a long time ago, I'm like, yeah, I want four kids <laughs> with a white house, white picket fence. Yeah. And I, as, as you get older and you kind of explore yourself, and especially when you start healing, I feel like you really realize, like, the sacrifices your mom makes and a lot of times why she would get upset or why she would want more for you because she was trapped in that box. Mm-hmm. She didn't have another choice. Mm-hmm. That is all she could do. And she fought for, I think every generation fights for better, mm-hmm. for their own daughters. And I really think this is a great movie for grandmothers, daughters, mothers to like take in because I feel like we get lost sometimes. Like I, that's what I think is like a lot of times we get lost. And yeah, Barbie helped create an identity. I do think that she helped create like an independent woman identity. Mm-hmm much later in life yeah i i feel like that but you know everybody everybody's interpretation of how they see the world is so different but in my opinion it helped create that and maybe that was a maybe that was one of my foundational core memories yeah i mean at the end of the day like you form an imagination which is honestly a good thing as a child because you are able to dream about what you want not what everyone is saying that you need or whatever you you just create a world of your own that's true and that's healthy for a child that is true i was very imaginative sometimes i kind of took the i took some of my roles from like the soap operas my mom would watch (laughs) be like ken how could you cheat on me ah that reminds me of the dude on tiktok who did the whole situation with oh the my gosh okay guys if you don't know there's this creator on tiktok who literally sits there and plays barbie but it's always like a jerry springer situation barbie and ken barbie and ken and they're always like in a jerry springer situation where like someone cheats on somebody and there's kid involved and all these things and it's funny because then other people are stitching it and so at some point like you have an audience yeah. that are just like captivated by his storyline and storytelling yeah that to a point we're all like waiting to see what happens people are invested in the drama and maybe because everyone has like understands it they're just like dang i know what this is or maybe it's like it's i think it's fulfilling like their inner child because you didn't get to to like play that that's true like, some people never had barbies exactly like i mean i th- i think one there's a few parts in the movie now i there's a few parts in the movie that made me cry like bring your tissues i feel like in the movie there was uh, one part because the movie is really forward thinking but also it kind of tells you the history of barbie so you have a better understanding of who barbie is and why she was created and one of the one of the things was that or one of the lines that was said really reminded me of like the sacrifices that like our mother made and she never had barbie she never had those things mm-hmm. like she didn't no. and that's really sad she was pretty much working as a child she, she was, was a child's life i feel like she was 
I mean, unfortunately, just through the circumstances, it's like she was born to and bred to be literally a caretaker of mm-hmm. everybody else but herself. So she never had the ability to have her own mind, have her own voice, anything. Mm-hmm. Like, and I truly feel like I think she had girls to help her to some point be, uh, you know, grow a little bit, mm-hmm. be able to express herself through her kids. Yeah. You know, I feel like I, I mean, I do because I'm like, no, I feel like I, in a sense, women have kids sometimes to help them heal from the things that they're just incapable of healing from on their own. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like with my mom and I, like I'm the one that pushes boundaries and barriers. Like I question a lot of things. And I mean, now I know about boundaries. So if they, someone doesn't want to respond to certain questions, I know to back off a little bit, but sometimes I'm like, what if you were put on this earth to ask the question, to help somebody release the, the trauma? Yeah. Sometimes nobody cares enough to ask the questions in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta be, it's not, it's not perfect like Barbie land. Okay. <laughs> it's not always perfect. <laughs> And every day is perfect and Tuesday, Monday, Wednesday and all the other days are perfect. It's not like Barbie. I wish we could be in our own Barbie land mm-hmm. and world, but we're not. Yeah. I think you can create it. I think, but I still think with society, social media, I sh- to me, social media. And some of y'all, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably have noticed that I'm not as active as I used to be. And I'm gonna not. I'm, not, I'm gonna be real with y'all. The reason I d- I've been doing that is because after I got back from my Europe trip, I feel like I was very consumed by my phone, and so I had to step back and be like, why do why do I have to be on my phone all the time? It's because either I'm bored or I'm just like not wanting to, you know, do other things. I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of like a drug. You're addicted to the you know the dopamine hit of looking at your phone mm-hmm. and then you you're there for you know you're like oh i'm just gonna look at it for 20 minutes three hours later you're still oh on tiktok God. like i feel like social media ha- it can be very toxic it can also make you start believing that you're not good enough because you see everybody else's life and you see how everybody else um portrays their life and you're you start to think like i'm never good enough and even when i when you know and I'll give this story because this is kind of something that triggered when I saw the movie was how you women just are never good enough. Like we will do the most, be the most, be the best. And we're expected to do so much, but yet we're still never good enough. Mm -hmm. And ultimately we may never be good enough for other people. And that's okay. But we need to be good enough under our eyes. We need to know that we are enough for what our life is. Mm -hmm. And, and you know for me i used to i mean last year i used to network i was quite busy all the time and the one thing that i remembered is that when i would go with these like women that are you know have their own businesses and are high powered and their socialites in houston i just remember like i would be in a room full of women and i still did not feel good enough for them mm-hmm. when i would tell them like i have pride in my work and what I do why I do it but I always felt like whenever I would introduce myself as a dental hygienist Mm -hmm. or dental hygiene provider you there's a look that they give you it's not respect let Mm -hmm. me just tell you that and it's quite sad and it's triggering right now but you know this is helping me talk through it and I'll be fine but when I would say oh yeah I have a podcast or somebody would be like that's how they would introduce me for some reason that had more caliber Mm -hmm. than me being a dental hygiene provider being at the stature that I'm at 
earning the money that I earn and having the respect that I have within my peers. But yet outside of that world, I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. Like being a dental hygienist is not important. Yeah. And that's really sad because like the jobs that we do, what we have to take, it's like, it's like looking at your UPS drivers. Like people do not know how hard that job is. And we take it for, we take it for granted, but whenever they go on their strike or if maybe this episode is after that strike, Mm -hmm. we understand that there's, there's going to be a huge, huge like inconvenience that our packages aren't here Mm -hmm. for two weeks that's the thing too is like people have gotten so used to everything coming so fast and so that makes them work harder but Mm -hmm. you know it's like looking at them like they are really good Uh, and all the ups guys that we have in our like we have in our office we have the same guy that comes every single day practically because we have packages every day coming through and he is so sweet he's so nice to us he makes sure he takes care of us and we make sure we're always really you know grateful for him but it's just it reminds me like how their job can also l- be deemed as like not important but mm-hmm. it really is important yeah or nurses or everybody in lower like teachers mm-hmm. like you're an educator but yet those jobs aren't good enough mm-hmm. you're not even paid enough definitely not paid enough so it's just like and to me at, this, at the end of the day like i had to the now that i've been off of social media and not on it as much like I'll get on it and maybe like respond back to any messages I get but I'm I just haven't been encouraged to post a lot because like I said if I'm on there on there too long I start to doubt myself I start to question like what my worth is and honestly no social media handle and no person should have that kind of power to make me doubt my worth Mm. I should have that power you know maybe my mom might have that power or my family but that's about it and it's just it's sad i think society we're in a bad place where we just get so consumed and i think we need to define our own worth and know that you are good enough even if you're doing the smallest thing as long as you're doing it well and you're doing it like with passion i think that's that's fine yeah i mean if you love what you do then and and you're happy with it then nothing else really matters not anyone's opinion about it or whatever like i don't know why people feel like oh, you have to be an entrepreneur and have to have this amount of success to be considered worthy. Like, what? I know. If it wasn't for the little people, this world wouldn't work. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. But I I just, I don't, I don't know. I just don't, I didn't like, I didn't like that, that I was becoming that person or I have to share my entire life or every single thing that I'm doing. Because I'm going to be honest, when I was doing that, when I started it, I think internally it was for validation of something. Mm-hmm. But now that I've backed off, like, I honestly don't feel like I need to be validated by anybody. Like, okay, like, I, I, I mean, yeah, I did a podcast. Yeah, I grew a platform. Yeah, I did all this. But it's not paying me. My job that I do, that I actually get my hands dirty and educate people, and some days are harder than others, physically and mentally, like that's what pays me that's what pays my bills and that's what's going to afford me to be able to you know build my own wealth one day you know yeah but not only that you actually like it you like educating people on their um dirty teeth yeah dirty teeth. (laughs) yeah by the way i just went to the hygienist and she literally said my teeth were so were so freaking like clean she she barely had to do anything it was probably like the easiest money she's ever earned. Probably. 
<laughs> so anyway, I'm just going to pat myself on the back because I've been taking care of myself. That's good. That's good that you got a pat on the back. But also, I was, at that moment, I was just like, Daisy would be proud. <laughs> I, she did good, <laughs> y'all. She did good. <laughs> she got five stars. That's right. She got a gold star, y'all. Uh, I should be. I should start giving um, people little stars. You know, go back to the star system and their little appointment card. I'll be like, "You got a gold star today, or you got a green star, or you got a yellow star. We could do better, or you got a red star." Okay, we're we're starting from the bottom and we're gonna go on our way up. Yeah, it's almost like reward. It, even though it's a sticker, for mm-hmm. some reason that holds a lot of power because, like, oh, it's the it's it's the knowing like I did a good job. Yeah. And I want that gold star. So I'm going to work towards the gold star. Well, that's true. I mean, it could go like the other way around, though, too. Because then you could like that system is based upon like, okay, someone else has a red star. And so they don't feel worthy. You know what I'm saying? Well, look, in dentistry, if you ain't fresh and flossing, I'm not going to give you a gold star. Because if you're, I mean, some people magically, magically, there are the few rare people that are able to get away with not flossing daily or brushing day, maybe just once a day and they're fine. But I'm sorry, half of majority of people are not that blessed and cannot get away with it. The, 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 the most inexpensive way to save yourself money in the long run is just to start good practices and habits from now and take care of what you do have so that you're not paying thousands. Because dentistry gets very expensive quickly. Mm-hmm. And I mean thousands of dollars. If you look from, you know, let's say you have a tooth that gets decay or a cavity. Then that turns into uh, infection. Now you have to have a root canal and a crown. That's already like over $2,500. 3000 probably. Closer to 3000 Then if that fails because you didn't take care of your teeth or your grinding or clenching, you end up losing the tooth. Then you have to get an implant or a bridge. Now you're looking at four to $6,000. Yeah. Like, think of, you have to think about it from this way. Just like you prepare for financial and retirement, you need to be preparing your teeth so that they can last you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. They're only meant to last for, like, a certain amount of time. I have a very random question about that. Well, dentistry. Um... You know, like, how people put those little, like, gold, like, little, like, butterflies or whatever on your... What is that? Like, is that, like... Like, it, does that ruin your teeth? Technically, no. It's, what is um, it? They're, like, jewels, bejewels or something for your teeth. Somebody yeah. created it. I'm not sure if I like the idea, but essentially you are still, like, etching the tooth and putting... You don't, um. you don't have to drill on the tooth, but you're putting something to let it stick on there and essentially you're supposed to be able just to pop them right off with is it like super glue that they have to put on there sort of but dental don't don't ever put super glue on your teeth people or if you you lose your crown and you just want to super glue it back on please don't do that that you can actually do a lot of harm or end up messing up your teeth more Mm -hmm. so just do not do that Mm -hmm. um but yeah essentially it's a special like cement or type of glue that they use to put it on there and then they use a light to cure it and that way it sticks on there. I actually had a patient who works for a company that does that does those or did mm-hmm. those. But it's really a personal preference. I personally don't want to put things on my teeth like that because it could do... I don't know. The, there's not enough studies to say that it's going to do long-term damage. I couldn't tell you. 
Getting back on the Barbie topic, though. Mm-hmm. But Barbie has a nice smile, so you better floss and brush if you want to be perfect. Barbie. She's perfect. She was built perfect. Well, Barbie Allegedly girl. Allegedly Barbie girl. <laughs> girl. Girl. <laughs> she uh, had nice teeth, so if you want to make sure you... You don't have to have white teeth. You just have to have healthy teeth. Okay? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. don't have to have... Please refrain from thinking that a perfect smile means that you have white teeth. That is actually the last thing perfect smile means you have teeth that function properly that are going to allow you to have them for the rest of your life and the the side note or the icing on the cake is that your teeth your smile looks fuller because they're in the proper placement mm-hmm. so if you have crowded or, cro- or as people say crooked teeth um they're probably not in the best functional alignment think about it think about it like this a house needs good foundation foundation's good your house is going to be solid teeth need to function in a good foundation if they're not functioning properly things are going to start cracking and falling apart it's kind of like your bones you know like if you have if one of your feet or like hips is like higher you know how like some people's legs are higher than the other you're not you're it's going to lead to other problems you know my problem maybe my old feet problems are back yeah i was having hip problems because i was sleeping (laughs) you were sleeping on your side well, I'm a slide you, sleeper in general, but I was uh, when I moved to my new apartment, I was sleeping on a <laughs> blow-up twin mattress. That's a long oh story. Oh my gosh, um, it effed up my hip, and yeah, and then I got a fancy mattress, and now I'm okay. Yeah, she, that's a long story, but yeah, she's okay. So same thing, it's the same concept. So make sure you take care of your body. Yeah, cheapest way, cheapest way to save yourself a lot of money and hardship long term is to start now and be preventative but anyways going back to our barbie world uh, yeah so essentially i just think that uh, the movie is amazing and you should all go see it mm-hmm. take some tissues with you and if you want to wear pink wear pink um i think it's cute yeah um but i didn't wear pink maybe my you have pink nails though oh yeah I, had, I have barbie pink nails or yeah. I either tell people, I'm like, when they say, oh my gosh, your nails, I was like, either they're Barbie pink or they're Pepto-Bismol pink. <laughs> Whatever you want to look at it. <laughs> That's true. They are kind of Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but when I started looking at it, I was like, man, these nails look like Pepto-Bismol a little bit. But I was like, you know what? Whatever. We're going to own it. You know on TikTok how they color match? Girl, you're color matched with Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> I still think I'd still be brighter than Pepto-Bismol. This is a bright Barbie pink. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it Barbie pink. On a side note, I was, okay, I. I mean, I think I have a, I don't know. Anyway, um, it was really hard for me to focus on watching the movie because there was a person next to me and they kind of smelled and like that stayed in my brain and it really disturbed me from fully watching the movie. So I'm a little upset. So I know. So if you go to the movie theaters and you're probably going to sit next to somebody because this is a very popular movie, right? Can you make sure that you take a shower or like put you know, deodorant on yeah because i'm like now i didn't have a good experience because someone messed that up for me and, and it, i wasn't able to focus because my mind is just and y'all it was a man <laughs> i'm not calling out anybody but i'm just saying you it know, was i get it it's hot outside okay and you don't sweat but like if you're gonna be in next to somebody for two hours, like come on. But also to be fair, I think that man was probably like hungover. Yeah. Because we ran, we like walk, when we were walking out, like we, him and his friends were like 
sitting out or standing outside mm-hmm. and they were like having a conversation and we walked by and we heard their conversation and the guy's like i didn't go to bed until three <laughs> and i was like oh it was that kind of night. i mean he looked like he just woke up so he woke up like what at 11 30 because he was late to the movie in general oh yeah he was late see mm-hmm. i have yeah i have anxiety and it just throws me off when like something's off and it just keeps bothering me and, and yeah this is why we should have just worn a mask <laughs> <laughs> well not boy well, yeah but not only that but maybe this is why she just stay in my house and watch movies <laughs> so no one can disturb me well yeah but maybe that's why you didn't like i mean i was just like in the movie i think i, I missed parts like, because i was so distracted oh then yeah and that sucks again yeah. i spent monies to go watch this movie and support a woman director you know and like come on but whatever i guess i'll just have to go watch it again she's gonna have to watch it again by herself in the middle of the week yeah and you know not have some 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 dude (laughs) some dude with bo (laughs) ruin it for her one other thing and i think it's in one of the songs that one of the main songs of the movie is um or that i got was how we forget to be happy Mm -hmm. and define that for ourselves like I i feel like the 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 uh what do you call it the theme of kind of like being lost or just not having your own identity pretty prominent in the movie itself and i think that's important i think it's important for us to if you're a mother to make sure that your child has individuality and can think for themselves and not rely on other people telling them and that's why i said social media can be very dangerous in that sense Mm -hmm. because we're watching seeing like oh this is the only way somebody will love me or see that i'm beautiful is if i do these things instead of finding your own path finding your own beauty and i think every person is beautiful sometimes you need to you know clean up a little bit and you know brush your teeth put on a little blush like for me makeup is not a big thing like it's i like makeup for women i I always i always would i always say that makeup just enhances the beauty that you already have now some people get crazy with makeup and it's like you know Mm -hmm. like thick thick but i feel like if you do makeup properly and even in the movie you saw a lot of the makeup being more natural it wasn't like heavy it enhanced just the features that these women had and it's very diverse inclusive all the things y'all one thing is like i do want anyone listening is to find your own individuality and see really seek what makes you happy if that's you know doing certain job or doing certain things or volunteering or whatever if those things are what brings you joy then do those things it doesn't matter what people say about it because it's not their life at the end of the day it's your life not theirs and i just i don't think we should live a life to where we're trying to please everybody else Mm -hmm. you know don't be a kin (laughs) what do you mean by that so um not to spoil anything but i mean spoiler alert spoiler (laughs) alert spoiler disclaimer but essentially like kin isn't yes he's kind of a, a part of the movie but in reality it's barbie barbie's the main character be the main character in it okay have main the main character energy essentially ken was just ken like even in in barbie world when you played with him like they only had like one ken they didn't really diversify him and he was always in like the same outfits but barbie she had all these careers all these accomplishments and then there's alan too which if you know like old school barbie like that was ken's friend but when i say that don't be like ken maybe be like him at the end of the movie 
and when you watch it you know if you know you know mm-hmm. um but don't be like kin in the sense of like not finding your own individuality like I think everybody is their own person. And that goes into relationships, too. Do not get consumed with somebody where you lose yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, when you start noticing that or your friends notice that, that's when you need to step back a little bit. Because you should never get so consumed with somebody that you get lost. Now, if they help change you and help you find your your path and your happiness, then that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But I don't think... Because I see this a lot of times where... People get consumed with their relationships and then they lose themselves or they lose who they are. Yeah, I know a little something about that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. We, it's too soon to talk about that. But yeah, guys, just live, li- find your Barbie world. Be in your, live your Barbie world. And just kind of to finalize this episode, what that really means after all this rambling, shambles and rambles. <laughs> is find your path find your own individuality and do what makes you happy wear the things that make you happy and bring you joy be a good person be a kind person and you know don't forget to smile every once in a while yeah i mean yeah don't don't go off of everyone else's expectations and everything of what your life should be your life should be what you want it to be what makes you happy okay because what makes you happy it's not going to mean that that makes everyone else happy, okay? And that's fine. Mm-hmm. You're here for you. Point blank. Period. Period. Also, one of the lines, another spoiler alert, but this is one of my favorite lines. It was at the end of the movie, towards the end of the movie, and it's interesting how she said, uh, one of the characters said, mothers stand still so that our daughters can see how far they've gone. And I lost it then. I lost it, y'all. I was just like, <laughs> grabbing my popcorn-soaked uh, napkin to wipe my tears <laughs> off. You got butter on your face. <laughs> I do have butter on my face. <laughs> and it's so true. And that's why I said, I'm like, don't forget that our mothers made sacrifices and they may have not grown up with the Barbies or the toys that we have. They probably didn't grow up, especially if you're an immigrant kid, they probably didn't grow up with, with the actual childhood just because they had so many struggles so yeah i think about that often too like about how much you know i know that not everyone has a good relationship with their mother or you know had that experience with their mother but i know that my mother gave up so much you know for us as children just your mom yes my mother (laughs) (laughs) gave up so much and like i really think back and i'm like you know what if it means that I don't have to be in this world for her to live her best life, I would sacrifice that. Wow. Yeah, I'm serious because she, she deserved better. She did. Ma, our mama, she she deserved so much better. You know, and as frustrated as I can get with her, because she is the pickiest eater. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, when we were in Europe. Oh, boy. She, tests, she eats like a four-year-old. <laughs> Essentially. No, I was telling my friend the other day that, like, you know, remember mm. when we got ice cream and we went to the little park in front of the uh, <laughs> Clar- Clarigio whatever tower? Um, so, like, my mom <laughs> decided to sit down on the grass, even though it was kind of wet or whatever. But, like, she was just eating her ice cream like a little kid. And she looked up and I, like, happened to take a picture. Mm. And she literally looks like a little kid eating ice cream. <laughs> and it just, I think, to that moment a lot. She lost it, y'all. She lost it. I was just like, I think, like, I'm just like, gosh, I wish you could. 
Well, and that's the reason that we actually took her to Europe was because we were just like, you know what? We're trying to give my mom experiences that she never had. Mm -hmm. And it, it just makes me happy to be able to do that for her, which she loves traveling, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we take her. We take her out there because why wouldn't I? Yeah, and I think there's a certain guilt. And, I, again, immigrant kids understand this feeling. There's a certain guilt you feel whenever you get to, to have all these great experiences and you're able to afford to do all these amazing things and your parents never did those yeah so you feel this this obligation to want to have them or be able for them to see the world to experience those things with you although i don't know i don't know if she may be going to europe again <laughs> she may, we may be doing smaller shorter trips y'all maybe latin america you know is yeah, we did two weeks. That was a lot. Two weeks is too long with your mom and with uh, your family. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, you, you know, learn, you learn things about them that you're just kind of like, yeah. I mean, um, I'm just I mean, kidding. It, no. It's interesting, but I mean, I think two weeks with anybody that's not someone that you are your, your partner day. or whatever, you're gonna lose it. Yeah, you're gonna have you know impatience. Like you're gonna get annoyed, and that's fine. Like I think as long as it's healthy to have those emotions there's nothing wrong with feeling which is another another thing that the movie taught us mm -hmm. is feelings are a good thing even the hard ones i think you start to heal when you feel the hardest of things yeah. there are many times where i've suppressed a lot of my stuff and my coworkers, unfortunately were are the people that the atomic bomb went off mm -hmm. the atomic feeling bomb went off mm -hmm. and you know, through therapy, I've been able to recognize and acknowledge, like, when I'm frustrated, I need to just speak about it and so that I can move on, cry about it if I need to, and then I'm fine the next day. But in a calm way. Don't get an attitude with people. Like, I had, I, had, I had to walk away the other day because I got frustrated and I did not feel supported as a team member. And I'm, you know, busting my butt, working straight through, and it's really, you know, either way, whatever... I just got frustrated and there was a few times where like we were discussing it as a team and I had to walk away because I got triggered by in a certain individual that in our meeting and I just had to walk away because my old self would literally be like F you and I'd be like giving it all to her like mm -hmm. there's when you piss me off you good luck but I had to just be like you know what I got to step away because like I was also like almost angry crying angry crying is not good <laughs> in front of people but once i stepped away took a deep breath and then came back to the meeting i mean i was for the most part fine i still kind of went home and i was still kind of annoyed with some things but sometimes it's like just talk it out cry about it and then you move on you know you have a great day the next day mm -hmm. but every day is not meant to be perfect every day is not meant to always be happy you have to feel the bad feelings you have to feel the sadness if you appreciate the good days the rainbow yeah. days like but that's also a lesson on like feeling seen because like you felt like you were not seen by your team members which is also another thing you know kind of depicted in the movie was just like feeling i mean ken that's kind of what you know he yeah. felt like he wasn't seen so yeah i mean there's there's so many lessons and nuggets in the movie that it's not just the barbie movie everybody i think thought that it was going to be like oh it's just this like cute little story everyone was like love 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 oh my gosh but no it actually makes you question things it actually makes you think about your own existence and like what you're doing in your life and is it worth it like or do you finally live your life 
be mm-hmm. human, have emotions, raw, be raw, ask questions. Because if you're not able to express your emotions and actually have conversations with people that upset you, that is a very actually a very toxic thing to do. Because not only are you pushing away other people, but you are also now in this almost like gray, dark circle. And then it's eating away at you yeah. year after year after year. And honestly, at the end of the day, is it worth it? Um, can I also make a point, though? Not everyone that you have a problem with or that you speak to about your problem is going to see it like you do, right? So, no. like, meaning, like, you know, you you may want to explain your feelings, but they may not see your feelings. That's and that's an, that's another unfortunate part of just, like, having feelings is, like, not everyone's going to understand them. And some people may gaslight you. Some people may turn around and not take accountability about the feelings or whatever, but, you know, and so you have to also be prepared for that, for, like, someone not understanding your feelings. Well, and that's when you have to also grow and realize, like, you have to set a boundary. If that person is unwilling to, like, meet you halfway or unwilling to see you, then you have to either distance yourself or find people that do see you. Mm-hmm. I think you can still be friends with them, but you know that that friendship's not going to be that deep. No, yeah. It'll like, be, like, surface. But that's what I'm saying is, like, I think every relationship, if you care enough about it, deserves a conversation. Yeah. If you care enough. If you don't care or you just an adult child where you can't express your feelings, then at some point the other person is not is going to give up, too. Because I'm just giving you all my personal story. I always used to be the person that begged people to just come back, mm-hmm. essentially. Like, I was a problem fi- fixer. I've always been the problem fixer. Mm-hmm. But I started therapy, and I realized that that's not my place. That's not my role. My role is to be the eldest daughter, and that's it. And I stopped doing that. And, I mean, unfortunately, things happen when you stop fixing everybody else's problems or essentially begging them to be a part of your life because then you give your power to somebody else. <laughs> yeah but anyways y'all um we got we got deep but you know be the best version of yourself love yourself and find your people and you know live in your barbie world yeah live in your barbie world because guess what it's your world not anyone else's world your world but also be like respe- respectful and kind okay yeah and you know be you just be you whoever that is whoever that be mm-hmm but is there anything else you want to add, Norma? Well, I had a thought earlier, you know, like when we were talking about why I like to play Ken. Maybe I like to play with Ken because I've never seen myself as a mother figure. I've never been the type of person who's been like, I want this white pig of fence. I want X, Y, Z. I want a baby. Like, I honestly have never been like, you know, into motherhood. And I think maybe that's why I just didn't want to be Barbie because that was not my what I wanted. And I was a little kid when I made that decision. I wonder why. Yeah. Like, I I think the last time that I thought I wanted a kid was when someone else wanted a kid, you know? And that was, like, the idea. And I was, like, I I just, I don't know. Like, I know that I would love, if I had a child, I know that I would love them to the end of the earth. Because if you see the way that I take care of my own dog, Huey, you would be, like, you'd be a great mother. Like, there's no doubt about that. But I just don't, I don't know. I think it's. I think women, and then this goes back to, like, you know, people that are, you know, gay or LGBTQ. 
IA plus. IA plus. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Norma. Uh, it goes back to that, you know, conversation of they, this is who they are. They've felt that way for a mm-hmm. long time. It's not like they're made that way. It's in just like you said, you never had the urge to be a mother and that's okay. Yeah. Like they need, I think that, you know, like I said, the Barbie movie has all, quite a bit of stuff that it covers, but I think it's okay to decide to just be single or to just have a man friend or whatever. Whatever you want. It's your world, girl. 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 <laughs> but anyways, y'all, we've talked your ear off. It's been fun. We hope we've enlightened you with some new things, some new conversations, some new laughter. And I encourage you, if you have not seen the, Bar- the Barbie movie, to go see it. I truly do think you are going to like it if you especially are in a place that you are just torn between who you are and what you want to be. Or if you're in a healing phase. I think, it, I think people that are healing or kind of a little lost, this will bring you quite a bit of insight. Yeah, it's a healing era. We're in our healing and auntie era. Yeah. For us girls that don't want to have barbas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. That's it for today. And, or, well, before we say that, thank you, Norma, for coming on the show. You're welcome. Gracing us with your presence. You're going to be like that girl. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, that's it for today. And I wanted to remind you, if no one has told you, you are loved, you are worthy, and you matter. So go out there and do something amazing and be your own Barbie world. And don't forget to be kind along the way, especially to yourself. Bye. Bye.